0: Morning everyone and welcome back to A Voice in the Wilderness podcast. Today is another Bible promise from the book of Isaiah. So, allow us to turn to the book of Isaiah chapter 33 verses 14 through 16. The Bible says, The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness hath uh, surprised the hypocrites. Who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly. He that despiseth the gain of oppressions, that shaketh his hands from holding of bribes, that stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil. He shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be the munitions of rocks. Bread shall be given him. His waters shall be sure. This is our Bible promise. We want to take some time to digest it, to cogitate on it. Verse 14 says the sinners in Zion are afraid. This is talking about the people of God. Zion is the mountain of God, the city of God, the place of God. So he's talking here about the people of God. And he's saying, the sinners in in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness hath surprised the hypocrites. There are Christians that are in the church, but they are not with God. And sometimes... The Lord convicts us that we are not with him. It is easy to become a hypocrite because of our bend towards uh, sin. But if we are cleaving to God, one, that won't happen. And two, if it happens, he will convict your heart and will help to bring you back into a right relationship with him. So this is dealing with those that are hypocrites, those that are calling themselves the people of God, but they are not doing the things of God. So then it asks the question, who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? Hebrews chapter 12 and verse Uh, 29 refers to God as a consuming fire. And Deuteronomy 4 and verse 24 also says that the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. Commenting on this in a book called Desire of Ages, page 600, it says, So it will be in the great final day when judgment shall fall upon the rejecters of God's grace. Christ, their rock of offense, will then appear to them as an avenging mountain. The glory of his countenance, which to the righteous is life, will be to the wicked a consuming fire. Because of love rejected, grace despised, the sinner will be destroyed. We turn back again to Isaiah chapter 33 and verses 14 through 16. It says, Who will dwell with, uh, with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? The Bible again refers to God as a, uh, as a devouring flame. And that sinners cannot dwell in the presence of a just and holy God. This is why the Lord said to Moses in the Old Testament, no man shall see my face and live because we have sin and his purity would devour that. So this comes as a very good question because those that are calling themselves the people of God are not actually doing the works of God. They're not actually following God. They don't have his spirit in their hearts. So the question then is, who of these people will be able to live? Who of these people will be able to dwell? Because Revelation tells us that we will see God. The Bible tells us that we will be in heaven where he is. So how can that be? Once again, it asks the questions, who among us shall dwell with a devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? And then it answers the question, he that walketh righteously, righteously, and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressions that shaketh his hands from holding of bribes that stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil to break it down it's those those people that despise sin and wickedness and do the works that God has sent them to do they will be able to dwell with the devouring fire it says that you, we have to speak, we have to walk righteously, we have to uh, be in a right relationship with God, speak uprightly, no evil thing comes from our mouth. We should talk as Jesus talked. If we have Jesus and his Holy Spirit in our heart, we will not be able to do anything but speak uprightly despising the gain of oppressions. We should not hold our brothers and sisters down. Shaketh his hands from holding of bribes. It seems to go without speaking that we should not take bribes for favors or whatever the thing is. That stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood. We shouldn't even allow our ears to hear things that are evil, and and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil. This is a uh, a theme of David's as well in the Psalms. As we, I'll turn there to read for you in Psalm one. First off, in Psalm one, nineteen. Psalm 119 verse 37 says, turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in the way. And then again in Psalm uh, 101 in verse three, Psalm 101 in verse three says, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. It is a common theme throughout the Bible that by beholding, we become changed. As we behold evil things, so will our hearts continue to desire those evil things. It is only through uh, beholding those things that God wants us to behold through our through our eyes, we listen through our ears that we will continue to grow a desire for godly things. If we behold God, we will desire him. If we behold the things of the world and the things of Satan, we will desire those as well. We need, ultimately, with this these things... It comes down to we need to love what God loves. We need to ask the Lord to renew a right spirit within us. Put a clean heart in my chest. Give me a heart of flesh to desire those things that you desire. Micah 6.8 reiterates this when he says, He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. We need to humble our hearts. We need to give our hearts over to God so that it can be molded into that thing that will bring him glory so that people can see what a true Christian looks like, so that people can see what a true person in Zion looks like and not what a hypocrite looks like. We see hypocrisy throughout the world. It's time to show those around us a pure life and a changed life with God. Commenting on Micah 6, 8 uh, comes from a book called Prophets and Kings, page 326. Through three twenty-seven it says, In urging the value of practical godliness, the prophet was opening was only repeating the counsel given Israel centuries before. From age to age, these counsels were repeated by the servants of Jehovah to those who were in danger of falling into habits of formalism and of forgetting to show mercy. We should lose no opportunity of performing deeds of mercy, of tender forethought. And Christian courtesy for the burdened and the oppressed. We are put on this earth as God's representatives. So, how are we representing Him? Are we bringing reproach on His name? Are we taking His name in vain by calling ourselves Christians and followers of God, but not doing those things that God would have us do? Lord, have mercy that my life. Is just a lie, is just a mere formalism of Christianity, is a form of godliness but denying the power. Back to Isaiah 33 14 through 16. In 16, it gets, it uh, finishes out the promise. It says, he shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be the munitions of rocks. Bread shall be given him. His waters shall be sure. If we follow, We've been over this before that if we follow the Lord, not everything is going to be rainbows and sunshine. There are going to be hard times, but the Lord says, I will protect you. Even if it's in the munitions of the rocks, even if I have to hide you, in the in the mountains of the earth i will protect you i will give you bread and i will give you water <laughs> so some of these things are hard to take especially if we find our lives to be hypocritical with God and we are not following him the way that we know that we should. But he promises us that he will change our heart if we give it to him. The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness hath surprised the hypocrites. Who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell With everlasting burnings. My question for you today, friend, is how is your heart with God? How is your life before God? He promises us that if we read verse 14 and we are convicted to our heart that we are not right with him, he will change our heart. He will change our lives, and he promises that those that will dwell with the devouring fire are those that walk uprightly speak uprightly and that he will keep them safe in the long run even if we have to go through trials and tribulations even if we have to endure physical pain and discomfort ultimately with god is the victory a little bit longer commentary on Isaiah thirty three sixteen comes from uh, the book, Great Controversy, page 626. And it says, as the decree issued by the various rulers of Christendom against commandment keepers shall withdraw the protection of government and abandon them to those who's, who desire their destruction, the people of God will flee from the cities and villages and associate together in companies dwelling in the most desolate and solitary places. Many will find refuge in the strongholds of the mountains. Like the Christians of the Piedmont Valleys, they will make the high places of the earth their sanctuaries and will thank God for the munitions of rocks. But many of all nations and of all classes, high and low, rich and poor, black and white, will be cast into the most unjust and cruel bondage. The beloved of God, pass weary days, bound in chains, shut in by prison bars, sentenced to be slain. Some apparently left to die of starvation in dark and loathsome dungeons. No human ear is open to hear their moans. No human hand is ready to lend them help. Will the Lord forget his people in this trying hour? Did he forget faithful Noah when judgments were visited upon the antediluvian world? Did he forget Lot when the fire came down from heaven to consume the cities of the plain? Did he forget Joseph surrounded by idolaters in Egypt? Did he forget Elijah when the oath of Jezebel threatened him with the fate of the prophets of Baal? Did he forget Jeremiah in the dark and dismal dismal pit of his prison house? Did he forget the three worthies in the fiery furnace or Daniel in the den of lions? Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. Can a woman forget her sucking child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Amen. Friends, I pray that today's Bible promise will one, convict you in verse 14 if the Lord is seeking to convict you, but also uplift you to show you that you can live uprightly, righteously, speak uprightly through the grace of God and through the power of his Holy Spirit and that he will keep you in his way. Allow us to pray as we close. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this Bible promise. Lord, I cannot keep, I cannot walk in your paths of my own strength. I can try for a little bit, but I will always fail if you're not in my heart and if you are not in the driver's seat of my life. I pray now, Lord, that you will be with us, that you will go before us and keep us in your ways. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.